Have you created habitual thought patterns that are putting you in handcuffs? What I mean by that is are there thoughts that you are consistently having that are making you feel bad, that are making you feel sad, depressed, anxious, angry or overwhelmed? Are you seeing a decline in your mental health? If you are, then this visit to the self-improvement room is for you. Hey, welcome to the self-improvement room. This is our 14th visit to the self-improvement room. I am Christy Davis and today I want to talk about habitual thought patterns that will leave you feeling like your hands are cuffed behind your back. I'm talking from experience, not only in my own personal life, but in my family, in my friends, in people that I work with. I see it all of the time and it is detrimental and we don't even realize that it's what we're doing and that is what's creating our life. So firstly, what do I mean by habitual thoughts or thought habits? Any repetitive thought that you have had so often that you've created a habit. So a lot of our our feelings of unworthiness or self-worth, lack of self-worth, come from the thinking patterns that we create and then we think them so often that we create a habit from them. So thoughts like, I'm useless. If you're thinking that every single time something goes wrong or just throughout the day when you stub your toe or you haven't done the dishes or you miss an appointment. If you think I'm useless, I'm useless, I'm useless, I'm useless, I'm useless, that becomes a habit. And when you create a habit, that is changing your brain. You are creating these new neural pathways that say, oh, Christy is useless. Christy is useless. Christy is useless. And the more you think that, the stronger that becomes, the more of a habit that becomes. Kind of like starting to eat chocolate. I'll just have one piece. Okay, now I'm going to have two pieces. Now I need to have the road have the same effect. Now I need to have the whole block and over and over and over again. Next minute, you have a habit of eating chocolate. You are addicted. That is is the same thing that can happen with your thoughts. Our minds are incredible instruments and they are capable of shaping our reality. And I talk about this a lot. Your thoughts create your world. Your thoughts create your reality. Where attention goes, energy flows. So whatever you are thinking, that's where your energy is heading and that is what is creating your whole life. So if you have repetitive thoughts that are not good for you, that is what you are living over and over. You become trapped in a cycle of repetitive thoughts and it can feel like we're bound by handcuffs. So in this episode, I want to delve into the profound, seriously profound impact our thoughts have on our mental health. And I want to explore how we can regain control over our thinking patterns by understanding that the thoughts are just thoughts until we actually assign meaning and perspective to them. We can lift the burden that these kinds of thoughts impose. 
just by understanding a few things about repetitive thinking habits. All right, let's start with the weight of a repetitive thought. Replaying the same thoughts in our minds can be completely exhausting. I've done it. Sometimes I still do it, but I I know to catch myself. My family does it. I see my husband do it all of the time. I'm like, why are you so exhausted? And I can see he's just been thinking all day. It's like an anchor. It weighs us down. Those thoughts weigh us down and they consume our mental and emotional energy. Think of it as a bank. The more mental energy good thoughts you add to the bank, the more money you have. The more negative thoughts that use up your mental energy, the more money that costs you, the less mental energy you have to get through your day. The more we ruminate on negative thoughts, the more they gain the power over us. Now, a lot of people, a lot of coaches say, oh, just think happy, just think positive. I get it. It's not that easy. Trust me, I was trying for years just to have positive thoughts. It's not really about consistently trying to have positive thoughts. It's more about the overall outlook that you have in life. So if you are consistently having negative thoughts and they have become habitual, so you've created a habit out of those, that's when you need to be stopping and asking yourself, is there something else that I can think? Is there room for anything else? Because you need to create a new thought pattern. Once you recognize the weight that repetitive bad thoughts or negative thoughts or even just dull thoughts, that's when you can start reclaiming your life and the way that you want your life to be. Persistently holding on to negative or unhelpful thoughts really takes a toll on your mental health. In fact, I am so sure that this is what leads to things like depression and PTSD and severe anxiety and self-doubt and a sense of powerlessness. Oh, that's a big word, isn't it? (laughs) Our thoughts shape our emotions. And if we consistently feed ourselves with these negative narratives, then it becomes this self-perpetuating cycle that really undermines our mental well-being. So once you start acknowledging the impact of your thoughts on your mental health, that's when you can start initiating positive change. If you don't even move towards understanding firstly that your thoughts impact your whole life and then actually acknowledging that a change can be made, you will struggle for the rest of your life. And in fact, I'm sure that's where I was headed until I had my breakdown in 2016 on the bathroom floor. So let's take a look at where our thoughts come from. Thoughts arise naturally in our minds. So we have thousands and thousands of thoughts. So it's no good saying, oh, I'm just going to try to control my thoughts. You can't do that. They're going to come through no matter what. You can't say, I'm not, oh, I'm not going to think that thought because thoughts just come. They come and they go. But you do have the power to influence the direction and the impact of each thought. So by understanding that your thoughts are literally just thoughts until you assign meaning and perspective to them, 
that gives us the opportunity to regain our control. So by learning where your thoughts come from and then challenging their validity, you can really break free from their their grip, from that handcuffed position that you could be living from. When a thought comes through, challenge if it's a valid thought. Is that really the case? Or is that just really what I'm thinking? Do I really need to hold on to that thought? Does it really impact me? Is it really a problem in my life? And if it's something that is there all of the time, that's when you know your thought jar is full. And I've spoken about our thought jar before. That means that you've just got no more room to bring in new thoughts. So that's when we take the opportunity to get quiet and go, what else is there? When those thoughts come through, don't hang on to them. Let them go. If you give it a few minutes, something new will come through. And the more you do that, the more often you do that, the more you will get used to doing that and that will become a habit and you will soon see that a lot of your negative thoughts are no longer coming up because you're breaking the habit, you're breaking the cycle. Our thoughts really only gain significance when we attach the meaning and perspective to them. The same words or ideas can be interpreted countless ways. And I've said this before in other podcast episodes, somebody could come up to me and say, oh my gosh, you look fantastic. You've lost some weight. And I could think, oh, that really feels nice. Like That's a really nice compliment. Thank you very much. And then they could go and say to somebody else and they could think, well, I didn't think I was overweight in the first place. Like that's really offensive. You can interpret thoughts and ideas countless ways. And it's your perception that really shapes your reality. And that goes with your memory as well, thinking back and recounting events. You're not recounting exactly what happened. You're unable to do that. We are all unable to do that. We're not looking back at snapshots. We are looking back at a portrait that we've painted from our memory, which has the ability to change everything that we think we've seen. So you can never really rely on your memory to tell you what has happened in the past because it is just your perspective on what has happened in the past. So by consciously choosing to assign positive or constructive meanings to your thoughts, you can transform your entire mental landscape and then you can cultivate your own garden of a more empowering set of thoughts, a more positive, overall positive mindset. That doesn't mean, oh, got to think positive thoughts all day. No, it just means start recognizing that the thoughts that you have can become habits. They can become patterns and then they can put you in handcuffs that can lead you to depression, to PTSD, to severe anxiety, to just being sad. Your thoughts create your life. And I really try to get this message out, especially to my clients who I work with and coach. Your life is created by your thoughts and how you see and perceive your thoughts. And we are all the same. We all see the world differently. We just think we don't. So whatever thoughts you are having, stop and listen to them and think, is there a better thought? Because I'm kind of sick of having this one. Learning to observe the thoughts that come through without judgment is in a sense what we call mindfulness. So allowing them to just pass through our minds without becoming attached or creating our own narrative around them allows us 
to have these thoughts and not have them affect us and not change our life in a negative way. Another powerful tool to help you is self-reflection because it helps us to identify thought patterns that just don't serve us. And then we can choose to replace them with healthier, happier alternatives. The handcuffs on repetitive thoughts can keep you trapped in this cycle of negativity. And a cycle of negativity is really what I believe leads to mental health issues. We're born happy. We're born healthy. We're born with mental health. We only see a decline in mental health when we are old enough to start thinking and we realize the fact that the rest of the world has the ability to also think, which then starts to lead to insecurities. But when you can truly grasp and 100% believe that your thoughts create your world and they are just that, thoughts, until you give them meaning and perspective, life can be a struggle because it's whatever you are thinking of consistently and it literally feels like you in handcuffs. Your brain becomes tired and it becomes exhausted emotionally, which leads to mental and physical exhaustion. So if you are someone that struggles with your mental health or you have some anxiety or you want to create a different life to what you have right now, you need to start paying attention to your thoughts. Which ones have you picked up and just really held on to and they've become a belief, which in the end, a bunch of beliefs becomes your value system. And that overall belief or value system is what creates you as a person. And then that creates your family, your family's values system when you have children and then they pass it on and then they pass it on. And it has probably been passed on to you from your parents. So getting this stuff right is essential, not only to you, but the people that you influence. I didn't realize that we could have thought habits or create habits out of our thoughts. And once I started to realize that, it was the most impactful thing for me to move through PTSD and depression because every single time a thought would come up about my past or a flashback or a memory, which was often daily, I in the end I started to go, do I need that thought? Do I really need to hold on to that anymore? I'm no longer in the past. I'm no longer experiencing those things in the past. The only time I'm experiencing them is when I'm revisiting them in my mind. And that is what is creating the hurt. That is what is creating the anxiety. That's what's creating the stress. I do not need to consistently go back there in my mind. But I've created a habit of doing it. So that habit is what takes place. It's like smoking, drugs, alcohol, bad food. It's like all of those addictions. You start and then you keep going and you're addicted because it becomes a habit. And there is a lot of information out there about building habits, especially around your brain and how your brain builds habits and how you can actually build new habits. And that's what I started to do around my thoughts. 
okay, I don't want that thought. No, thank you. I would prefer something different. And then I would just give it a minute of thinking nothing and let something new come in. And I built a habit around that. And eventually I noticed that I wasn't having flashbacks. I wasn't feeling sad. I wasn't feeling depressed anymore. A thought would come along and I could literally let it go within a second. That is the most powerful tool in my toolbox when it comes to overall well-being. Your thoughts create your life. A lot of us just really don't understand that. We are creating our life from the inside out. If you are complaining that the outside world is impacting your life, then think again because the outside world is just going on. It's just happening. It's your perspective of what is happening that is creating your life and the way you feel. All right. I feel like that was like having a DNM with like my child or something. I hope that you got some benefit out of that. Uh, just remember, you will have thoughts. You won't be able to control them. Sometimes you can reshape them. Other times you can just let them go and ask for something new to replace them. Before we finish up, we have got our question. I have listeners sending questions each week. I leave the link for you in the show notes so that you can fill in the form if you would like to send in your question. And you remain completely anonymous. I don't say your name for the world to know who it is. So feel free to click the link in the show notes. And from there, you can send in your question. Now, this week's question that I'm going to give advice to, remember, not a medical opinion, just my advice. So it's up to you whether you take on board this information, but before you make any changes to your health, to your life, you are best to source professional advice or professional opinions. But here is my opinion. So today we have a question that goes back to last week's episode, which was on brain health, which was episode number 13. And the question is, I absolutely despise exercise, but I understand that it's important for not only a healthy brain, but for my life. What do you do when you hate exercise so much that the thought of it makes you just sit there even longer? <laughs> yes, I'm hearing you. Um, exercise is definitely, well, it can be fun, but for most people it's not. And I actually don't like it. I don't mind weight training, but it's not something that I like. And I think that that is what you have to remember. Sometimes you have to do things that you don't like for the better, for the better good, for the higher good. If you don't like exercise, then look around and see what things you can do that will allow you to get some sort of exercise. So can you take stairs instead of taking a ramp? Can you go for a walk out to the mailbox three times for the day? Do you like any particular sports or do you like to dance or do you like to maybe play table tennis or tampin bowling or there's so many different ways to get exercise. It's really about moving. 
move, 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 move because it increases your blood flow and it enhances your everyday life. So you need to find something that will allow you to move and get some of those benefits because sitting on the couch, watching Netflix all day, that will leave you with a very unhealthy brain and you will not feel good. So just start, I suggest a little bit at a time, even if it's just five minutes, even if it's two minutes to start with, even if it's just putting on your damn joggers to start with, you have to start. So you don't have to like it. It's really not about that. But you should be able to find something that you do enjoy doing. Keep it different. Keep it interesting. But again, you don't have to go out to the gym every single day. It's not about that. It's about you finding a way that suits you, that allows you to move so you can feel the benefits of moving, of physical exercise. I hope that helps, Mr. or Mrs. Anonymous. All right, if you've got a question that you want to send in, it doesn't have to be related to the episodes. It could just be about your health or mental health or physical health or personal development, anything going on at work or if you're in a position of management at work and it's difficult for you or if you have a position that requires you to perform high all of the time, send it in. I will leave the link in the show notes for you. All you got to do is click on it and it'll give you an opportunity to write in your question. And as I said, you will remain anonymous. All right. Thank you for joining me in the self-improvement room. You will catch me here every single Thursday talking about the stuff that changed my life. Literally, completely 180 degree changed my life. All right. Until next week. I'm Christy Davis. Stay safe and stay well.